What up, what up? Welcome to the Poets and Opinions podcast with your host, the Jasmine Sims and Victoria Right Now Johnson. And we know that the world is quite literally up in flames. And so for our first episode, we just wanted to check in with each other. So feel free to let us know how you guys are feeling. All right, girl. Let's get to it. So I guess the first question for me is, how are you handling everything? I just want to sleep. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't slept. And like not slept. Like waking up middle of the night, like not getting a full night's sleep. Like when I was back home before, well, not even before this started, before Floyd specifically. Mm-hmm. In between Floyd and Brianna. Taylor, I was sleeping till 9 mm-hmm. My mom was like, Why are you sleeping so late? I'm like, This is not late. I, yeah. I am, my body is my own alarm clock. It was great. Yeah. I wake up at 9 15, like, mm, This is too early. Give me 15 more minutes. <laughs> Put 15 more minutes on the clock, coach. Um, and now I was up at 6 30. Watching yeah. up. And I'm like, I don't wake up at 6 30. I barely wake up. For work when I got to be there at six thirty, like yeah. So I just I just want to sleep, um, and I am just I'm I I am angry. Yeah. And it's like the whole be angry but sin not. I don't. Yeah, it's like where's that line though? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm falling over that line, Lord, right now. I don't know where the line is. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Um, I don't I don't know where the line is. Like I am struggling for grace yeah um like the only ones getting grace for me right now are the ones who are writing i give yeah. them grace i give them compassion but people yeah. who just on the, on the sidelines yelling at people on how to fight i'm like yeah. you, you, you can get it <laughs> so yeah. how am i and i don't even know what you can get yet but you can get it yeah you can get it um so it's one of those things where it's like I'm, I'm going through the stages of grief. Um, like I, I, I think that's just the reality of the situation. And I know like as believers, we have an expectation. And as someone who has some influence, there is an expectation. And I'm like, I'm just gonna hold true to what I believe I, I am about, which is honesty. Um, which is honesty, like, do I condone violence? No. Am I blind to the fact that violence gets results? No. I'm not saying that that's the only way, but I'm not just going to sit back here and shame people um, because I I understand. Um, 
So like, how am I handling it? I'm I'm trying to handle it, but uh, at the same time, like, enough is enough. Yeah, I feel that. I think for me, my sentiments are the same. I um am like really stuck between grace for other people while learning how to give grace for myself or to myself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really tough because I don't always have the words. And when I don't have the words, it's difficult for me to to give them to somebody else. Yeah. Like, how am I supposed to tell you? Not you specifically, but <clears throat> how am I supposed to tell someone how I feel when I can't articulate that? Yeah. And then being forced and rushed into the articulation process, I think that's what's pissing me off the most. Mm. Maybe that's not the appropriate word to use, but that's how I feel. Um, I've had people who, you know, have come to me for questions and I'm like, I can't answer you right Mm. now. I think this is one of the first times in my life where not saying that I, that I always have it, but this is definitely one of the first times in my life, especially as a leader where I'm like, I don't even have a scripture for you. Like I don't, I don't even have a scripture for myself. Like one of the biggest questions is how can we stand? right and for me I'm like I can't I can't tell you what your heart desires and standing I can show you I can give you examples but the first thing is like like they say don't depend on me to educate you it's everywhere if it's not from my mouth it's definitely on social media there are definitely resources there are definitely other people you can depend on who don't necessarily have to be the same color as me like we are tired of trying to explain to you what needs to be done when this is cyclical it's not like this is the first time for this happening. So whatever resources you should have utilized a long time ago, how about starting there? How about trying to use those resources now and maybe we'll have some effective change that's not just surface level, you know what I mean? Um, I've been getting a lot of questions asking like, the simple things like, are you okay? And I love the meme that started going around that just said, I am not okay. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> I'm like, you don't realize how important it is just to say that, especially as a black woman or a black man, the moment you say you're not okay, it's like everybody presumes your life is falling apart. Mm-hmm. And the reality of it is some parts of us are falling apart and it's okay to say that. Like, let me just live in the truth that today I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow I might wake up and I still may be pissed off. And yeah. probably the next day, like, Christ doesn't not forgive me for that. In fact, I'm dwelling in him to try to, like, subside some of this anger and deal with it. It's off until there's justice. Exactly. Um, So there have just been, like, a plethora of questions. I think for me, I haven't... Like, I'm struggling even now because we're writers, right? Like, we're creatives. Like, we... You and I specifically love words, whether it's to push somebody's buttons or to like being the truth of what God is saying or to study or to write it or to just learn it. Mm-hmm. We're people, we're women of words, right? It is so difficult when you're a person of words when you have few words to say because you don't know how to put words to your emotions. So I'm grateful uh, because I have a phenomenal Christian therapist who when I had my session this week, she just listened, like she understood what I was saying before I had to say it. Mm-hmm. And I spent 45 minutes crying and just telling her, like, I'm a different type of tired that I've never recognized before. Mm -hmm. 
and she got it. She she didn't try to like fix me up, rush me through it, tell me I need to just push forward. The Lord is gonna be with you. Yeah. Um, she talked to me about righteous anger, but she also let me know it's okay to stew in it for a bit because what's happening is that there's been no real change and that's what's hurting people the most. Like, it's not like we haven't seen black bodies laid out on the floor. We talked about this before sometimes you get tired of writing about the same thing or you get tired of like the same poems or you get tired of the same sermons. But how can we get tired though of something that's not changing? So I think that's where I'm at. I just have a lot of questions and I wouldn't even sit on this podcast and pretend like I have the answers for them Mm -hmm. because I don't like, I'm just so confused and I'm so angry, but I'm also at peace knowing I don't have to rush through that for one of the first times in my life and I'm not apologizing for taking my time to breathe it in. Mm. I just want to fight somebody. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't understand um, when people are like, oh, how do we, like, what do we do? Do do what we're doing. What you see us doing is what you should do. Like, it's not... It's like, I'm tired. (laughs) I'm tired of talking. I am beyond tired of conversation. Yeah. But we're talking to the exact same people we've been talking to. We're saying the same things that we've been saying. So at this point, I'm like, where are we going? When when and where? Because I'm I'm done convincing you that, that this is an issue. I'm like I'm 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 beyond that. I I am beyond begging for you to see black people as image bearers when we're not in Africa barefoot. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm I'm so over it. Yeah. It's like and I I it will probably do me some good to log off. Um, yeah. I do that today. Because just the the comments and the blatant ignorance. It's like, how you not know how to be there for your friend? Yeah. Have you not had friends go through anything? Yeah. Like, what do you what do you mean you don't know? Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm done giving resources. I'm done. Yeah. And maybe I shouldn't be. Maybe that's not Christ-like. But today, May 30th, I'm done. And I, I think it's not even a matter of it not being Christ-like because there are so many examples in the Bible where... Christ definitely, and I'm going to use this as a parable, definitely taught us how to fish, right? Like, definitely gave us the resources to get out there and That's get things good. done. And so I think what we what we do in our human nature is we think as educators, we need to keep repeating the same thing to you. You and I are both teachers. If we told our students something the first or the second time, there is no way I'm going to keep repeating what you already know. What you don't know, I'll continue to teach you and love. There's a difference. If you honestly are not grasping it, then it's my duty to try to just like help you understand it, guide you into the right way of learning for like your the way that you learn. But if you are blatantly not trying to get the resources, not trying to do the work, not trying to figure it out, then I've exhausted everything I could give to you. Now it's your choice. You're choosing not to do that. I think in the same way Christ gives us that choice. Like when I'm learning something from the scripture and I'm praying and I'm asking God, give me understanding 
for this. I don't believe God sitting on the sidelines like, girls, you ain't got it. I ain't giving it to you. No, instead, it's like, okay, Vicky, you got it now. All right, now what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it now? That's the question that I have for people today. It's not so much of me teaching you. It's because you know it. You've seen it. If you've been on the earth like me for 31, almost 32 years, you've experienced enough to know that you have resources readily available at your hands. I think we become scapegoats for people who don't want to do the work so that we take the blame when they say they don't understand. It's not your responsibility in that way, and it's not my responsibility. So that tiredness is like, I feel that. Like, I don't want to sit and teach you. I don't want to sit and have a Zoom conversation with you to go over all the historical facts that have been there. You sit in the class next to me when they taught me half of my broken history, so don't tell me you don't know it. It's so much deeper than that at this point. I think, like, for me, too, I'm struggling with the church showing up in this way, not having these, and it's not all churches. Let me be very clear about that. I have Man, I'm over church. being clear. Y'all know we don't meet every single one. <laughs> Y'all know we don't meet every single one. Shut up. That's not fair, all. That's fair. Shut up. But like, reaching I'm for so a rebuttal. So many churches, like, just not speaking from a place of authenticity and truth. I don't need you to butter up what's happening. I don't need you to halfway tell the truth because you're afraid of politics or who you're going to offend. You've been offending me ever since I walked into the door and I'm the minority. So how long do I have to be offended or feel like I'm not worthy of sitting in your pews actually having authentic conversations with you? Mm -hmm. So, girl, tired ain't just a word at this point, man. It's not just a word. I was talking to my friend and she was like, if black people can figure out how to read, how to read the stars, how to get to the north, <laughs> y'all can figure out where injustice came from. Come on, <laughs> like, like what y'all like y'all y'all ancestors figured out how to steal land. Okay, you can't figure like you can't how to cover it up. You how can't. To do all you can't. Figure, and I remember like somebody posted a bunch of stuff. Somebody had the nerves. Like, oh, these are great. Do you have any podcasts? Sis, we not a library. We're not your uh, library. Yeah. Like, and just to plug right now, this podcast, if y'all are listening, is not meant to like leave you with a bunch of resources. This is, these are our feelings. These are, this is our reality. So I, I like, I feel that when you say that, sis, like we, we not, <laughs> this ain't no biblioteca. Like what you want me, what do you want me to give you that I don't have to get? I am not a search engine. Girl. And it's so tough because I want to have the conversations with my friends but I'm in a space where I only want to have the conversations with friends like you who are women of color or black women um, black men like and I felt guilty for that for a couple of days when this all happened because I really just felt like oh if I'm the body of Christ like I should be able to talk to everybody and then I realized I can't talk to everybody who's not listening to me. A lot of times before I even speak, when people look at me, they don't want to hear what I have to say. They assume I don't know. They assume that I'm not quote unquote articulate enough. So I don't want to sit around the table having conversations with people who are not going to invoke change. I just don't want to do it. And isn't it fair to say that? Isn't it okay to be in that space? thing left in me is these hands. 
something this wicked and evil to last this long for such a lie to exist and thrive this long as human beings we are not that intelligent we're not that that clever we're not that witty um, to to maintain something good or bad for long we just don't have that in us I I believe that um And I think the fact that this is very much principalities, powers, wickedness, and evil is the is the only thing that will keep my hands to myself. That, yeah. is, that is the only thing to be like, cool, cool. I get it. I get it. This th- there is a spirit behind this, and that's the only thing that's keeping me from from <laughs> from doing something. Because, and that's been my point with these riots. Is like y'all don't understand. Like those buildings could have been more bodies. Yeah. Easily. Easily. There could have been dead cops in the street. Easily. Yeah. Instead, there's ash. Yeah. I'll give thanks for that. Yeah. I, I, I will say, hey, I'm thankful that you chose to burn a building instead of a body. I mean, you can rebuild brick by brick. You can't rebuild body by body. That's not a thing. Like once that blood is shed and it's left you. There is no rebuilding that. How are you going to bring that person back to life? And I'm not saying that rioting is always the way, but what I am saying is that I understand it. And for mm-hmm. one of the first times in my life, that scares me to say, yo, I get it. Mm-hmm. Like what I read in a book before and how they were trying to tell me, oh, but riots should be like this and peaceful protesting. I'm like, but now I understand why it ain't so peaceful. Right. It's like, now I truly get it. Because I was even having a conversation with somebody who was a believer and they're just like writing isn't and I'm like yo I'm like I understand the perspective that writing yeah. isn't right yeah. but it is happening That's it. period so let's address the fact that it's happening yeah and I'm like like sis said said it best you wanted to stop arrest the cops yeah charge them like it's yeah. it's, it's, it's like because us yelling stop writing stop writing we're wasting our breath we're fueling we're fueling the fire honestly black and white like if, if if I was in the midst of it you want to constantly tell me how to stop doing the one thing that I I feel like at least in that moment is granting me relief guess what I'm going to keep doing sis I'll be the first one at church repenting because I don't want a match okay. <laughs> like, 
let a match. Let's be honest. And especially like, so here's the thing. They say that we're radical for Christ, right? Just imagine if you're so radical for Christ, but you like deeply love his people and you tired of what's going on. It only takes the love of God. And what you said, knowing that this is a spiritual fight, I think people get us twisted like oh you a believer but you so you so you shouldn't bruh that's the reason why I'm about to react like this how you think I fought to get to Christ this is how I fought my whole life it wasn't easy and it it makes me think of when Jesus was carrying the cross and oh boy tried to help him carry the cross and he got whipped my thing is like Instead of y'all coming out and helping us with this cross, y'all yelling at us as we're beneath the cross. How can I help you? Yeah. What can I do? Yeah. How did you get here with this cross on your back? Nick, I'm a... <laughs> No. <laughs> but it's like, I'm sorry. I can't respond right now. Yeah. Because I'm carrying the same cross my grandparents had to carry. Yeah. Carrying yeah. the same cross my ancestors been carrying. And you see yeah. it on my back asking me, do you need, uh-huh. a, do you need a hand? And my thing is like, whatever you're doing now is what you would have been doing during civil rights. Yeah. Asking the slaves, hey, what can I do to, to, to gain your freedom? Yeah. How can I help? And you wouldn't, you wouldn't be helping them get to freedom because it's against the law and rioting is a crime. Yeah. Yeah. Missing with all that. What you're doing right yeah. now is what you would have been doing, talking. Exactly. It, and I, I love your perspective on carrying the cross because how many of us, not us, <laughs> I'm just going to say the body of Christ and people in general, how many are sitting on the sidelines, like waiting for some huge epiphany to finally run out into the field to help carry? The cross would have been so heavy if more people were present. Uh-huh. And I don't mean present yeah. there. I mean present holding it up. Like, you think he got on the cross just to die for my sins because I was black? He got on the cross to die for your petty sins too. And you forgetting that. Like, I'm confused and perplexed at this time. <laughs> and then, like, what baffles me is the people who are like, when they find when they finally get the guts to make a post, and yeah. it's, it's it's all this like, um, I normally don't do this, and I wrestled doing this because because of of backlash or all those things, and I'm like, but you real quick to preach. Um, like you real quick to preach like am I, I I'd rather be a bond servant to God than of man so why does it change yeah why does it change yeah it's like it, it all of a sudden it changes when it comes to issues of injustice towards ethnicities and it's like unity doesn't mean we all be quiet together that's the thing it's like it unity is you and me unity is you getting beat because you standing for me Yes. That's unity. Yes, it's that, united. That's what it is. Like I was like, we, we got this twisted view of, of what unity really, really means. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we are constantly expecting only the blacks to stand with each other. And we're screaming out saying it takes more than just us standing together because when we stand together, we get killed. Maybe if you stood with us, we'd have a chance at living like and it's deeper than that it's sad to say it that way but to even know that i have people in my life right now who are posting that way and then moving on to the next thing i had an issue this week because i felt like okay yeah there were people checking in some of my white friends specifically and i had to tell them like i'm not ready to talk because it was more on the guise of 
how are you feeling like if you need a listening ear i'm here and 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 god forgive me but in my mind i was like i couldn't talk to you for you to listen because you can't get it not even if you try you just can't understand how i'm feeling but then I've had white friends in the church who I've served next to you. I've been on boards with you. I've done all these things with you. And you're silent. You ain't checked in. You yeah. call me You ain't said nothing. Don't you think that hurts to my soul to know that we're supposed to be fighting the same fight? But when the fight comes, you don't lock yeah. yourself in the house because it's safer there. It's sad. It's easier for you. Like, you know your stuff not going to be destroyed while my whole life is turning upside down constantly that's what gets me I think that's why this hurt me differently is because it was almost like it was a shift jazz like I like I literally just started to see that this is completely cyclical I've never been ignorant to it but for the first time in my life like I felt it Mm -hmm. like I felt like this is cyclical this is like this is not changing it's only been surface level change and I'm supposed to just sit here and and be on my knees praying and be okay. I'm not okay. God's not okay with this. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. We trying to put the hood of Christ over this. You really think he's representing for this? And he's like, yes, yeah, all right, it's cool. It was just another black body. Like, what God you serving? They do. Well, some people do because in their <laughs> mind, they're in 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 their mind, um, it's it's not a black. It's not a it's not a racism thing. Oh my gosh. I had this, I had this, um, I don't know if you saw my stories and I, and I, I too like debated. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I want to say this because I do know, I have like a lot of white people I know, right? And I've always been the type of person where I'm like, I don't want to offend anybody. And I mean that from love, but then I'm also that person that I'm probably, I'm going to say it and if it pisses you off. I might apologize later, but nine times out of 10, it's just what I said and I said what I meant. So I was like wrestling for days, but I saw this thing that said, y'all black folks don't want to hear what we have to say. And I don't know if you saw that. And I was just saying like, yeah. So I saw this, I I have to find it for you. And it was just like, yeah. Like y'all, y'all black folks don't want to hear what we have to say. Like we're trying, we're trying. And I was like, oh my gosh. And you're still not getting it. How do you, get to tell me how to feel that's not how you stand in unity with me it's not a matter of trying to make me see your point it's a matter of you finally understanding the point in which I have to live in for the rest of my life and I've been living in so like that that notion that like if I'm not listening to you still bothers me like it bothers me that even in the midst of people trying to quote unquote come together it's not real unity it's not coming from a place of love. It's still coming from a place of power and a place of people feeling like they have the position to speak to us any type of way. And I just I just think about that and I'm like, so if this is how this percentage feels, right? What makes you think I then want to turn around and talk as a whole or educate or have conversations or I don't want to? Yeah. Even if you never said this, I'd be remiss to think that I don't feel like your friends have said this. And maybe that's not the way to judge people because there are a lot of people whose hearts are completely pure and they really are trying. But you know how to see those people when they're trying. You know that it like it burdens them to be in this position. Like they're embarrassed to have to stand up for their culture and say like, 
these things are horrific. Like, are you stupid or not? Lord forgive me, but for real, like, yeah. are you like, are you missing the mark? Like, I'm a white person, not me, but like those people saying, like, I'm a white person and like I I don't stand for this. I respect that, but I don't respect when I'm being told how to feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's one thing that has been a relief is just seeing like uh, all of the different ethnicities protesting. Yeah. Um, and and protesting from their ethnicity. You feel me? Like, and the Amish. I mean, the Amish been riding. <laughs> so that um, that has been encouraging. It's just discouraging when it's not reflected in your your personal circle. Yeah. Um, One thing that's been my saving grace this week is my best friend. So she's Latina, and for years we've had to have really hard conversations. And I think over the course of nine years, maybe just about four to five years ago, we started like. I started telling her what my preconceived notions were with her being Latina. And she started telling me like what hers were with me being black. And that opened up so much space to the point where now five years later, I don't have to like teach her or tell her something like, had she run into me? Like, so is you okay? Like I saw this, like, I don't stand for this. Like it was so cute this week. She was checking in with me. Like, is it offensive if I, post this this is how I really feel and I'm like girl go for it because so many people need to see that you are not just an ally on social she's been an ally behind the scenes it takes more conversations and people like that that was a part of my saving grace this week because for three hours we sat on the phone and I just cried and was angry and talked and like she wasn't asking me like well, teach me where I came from is there a resource from that or like oh where can I reach that or all I didn't know about that like she listened, she had facts, she knew the backings, like for what she didn't know, she silently went to go figure it out and then yeah. came back to me the next day. We need more people like that. I'm grateful for that space when it doesn't, when it's not my color and somebody can still jump in the middle of the gap and at least be like a voice. Cause that's really what this is about. Like, can you stand in the gap and be a voice? In order to be a voice, you have to be educated on what's happening. You have to have a heart behind what's happening. But it takes people to want to do the work themselves. So let's even just thank God. This isn't even about bashing people who aren't present. This is still thanking God for people who are progressively present. Like who are making, like making it their mission to make sure that this doesn't just last as a post for 24 hours. Or it's not just a social hashtag. Like Mm -hmm. there are people who are not our same color who are furious and don't understand why this keeps happening to one race or to multiple races or what have you. And I appreciate that. I have to be honest about that. And I think it's about timing though. Like these conversations, they don't always exhaust me, but it's like when you're asking in the middle of an uprising, like that's, that's not, it's not a good time. You know, like when things are calm and somebody be like, hey, is it cool if we have a conversation about racism in the church in America? Cool. I'm down. Call me. FaceTime. Somebody was just murdered a few days ago. Hey, can we talk? Um, No. No. It's it's the same thing. Like, if my friend friend loses a family member, goes through a breakup, during that time, I'm quiet when I need to be quiet. I'm I'm hugging when I need to be hugging. And if I have any other follow-up questions, I am smart enough to know 
now is not a good time to ask to have a logical conversation about something yeah like the wound the wound is too fresh yeah the wound is is the wound is too fresh yeah and yeah and it's like if you ride and we probably man, most of the time when people ride and we're not talking to you and we mad yeah we're not we're not we're not we're not talking to our allies when we're frustrated because we know who y'all are yeah yeah and 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 I think what you're saying is important to continuously say, like, even just on this podcast, and even in conversations personally between us, between other friends, it's not a matter of being hateful towards another person. Like, this has nothing to do with it. It's literally a matter of seeing are people really going to show up? Like, and in what way are you going to show up? And do you know the correct proximity and time? to show up if you don't know the answers to those questions we can talk about that like i can tell you hey give me a couple of days i'm still processing i'm articulate enough to say that i can let you know that i'm not in the mood to talk right now Mm -hmm. but at least approach it from that from that portion and not from a privilege of well i tried to talk to you and you didn't want to hear me or i tried to reach out and they didn't want to they didn't want to accept it like you said it perfectly. Like now ain't the time. And you don't That's deserve. A, and, you, and you don't deserve a cut on the back because you late to because you because you late to our, our our slaughter. Yes. Go go, go bake yourself a cookie because I don't got yeah. one for you. I don't got one for you. No. Like, and I think like a lot of people will take this and just be like, well, there's nothing that we can do as a white person or even even people of color who are not black like. There ain't nothing we can do to satisfy y'all. And it's like, no, then you're still not getting the it. The goal isn't to appease us or to satisfy us. It's the goal, not. The goal not. is for us to stop being murdered with no justice. It's change. It is literal change. And That's stop talking to us. We know what's going on. Girl. You want to help? You, you, if you want to help me, talk to your white circle. Talk to your non-black circle. That's all the help I need from you. Yeah. I don't need your tears. I don't need your pity. I don't need your apology. I need you addressing the people in your life who follow yeah. these, who believe these lies. That's what yeah. I need. Yeah. And even then, if you don't get a pat on the back, you shouldn't be doing it to shut me up anyway. You should be doing it to the glory of God because that's that, that's what he's about. He's a God of justice. And Period. that's the thing. Because when they come for you, when they come for you, I promise I'll be out there with you. Yes. And, and, and I love that this isn't a moment to say like we wouldn't stand with you. This is a moment to show you how we would stand with you. And that the way that you've been standing with us has not been correct. What's the has quote when they, when, when they came for the, first they came for the communists and I did not speak out because I was not the communist. Then they came for the socialists and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. And then they came for me and there was no one left to speak out for me. Wow. And aren't we at the bottom of that list? Truly. It's like first they came for the immigrants and I did not speak out because I was not an immigrant. Then they came for the natives and I did not speak out because I was not a native. Yeah. Then they came for the black people and I did not speak out because I was black. Then they came for the church. There was no one there to speak out. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's something to just. How are we gonna move from that? That's something to sit on right now. I'm gonna rewrite it. Even if you think like 
where do you stand in the middle of that? Like, are you like, let's, let's just talk about like a personal reflection, right? Like when this is all said and done, which I don't believe it's really going to be said and done, but hypothetically, if it was right, where do we stand? Where's our heart in the midst of this? Like, are we still reminded that we still have to stand up for others who are facing Mm -hmm. injustices as well? Because let's not be remiss that it goes beyond just another body being killed. It is deeper than that. And I think a lot of times when people hear us speak out of anger, they think that we're only set on that. We're only set on like black on black lives matter. That's it. That's it. And it's so, it's just so much greater than that. Yeah. I think that in regards to this, this has definitely been a good check-in though. It's like a, it's a start, obviously. We check in offline, obviously it's gonna continue to take more time, but I hope that as people continue to listen to this too or or read posts or talk to others, they don't think, like you said earlier, it stops with one resource from a podcast. And we ain't giving y'all resources today. That's not what this is. This is just authenticity. And I, I hope and I pray that people will allow us to be in our authentic nature and just feel for a minute. like. I loved in your writing session, in the beginning of it, on Instagram, it was like, let me just check in with y'all. Like, how are you feeling? Not, what can I do? Why can I do it? Why didn't you do it? Like, were you showing up? You writing? You like, no, let, like, where, how are you feeling? You okay? You not okay? It's okay not to be okay. Yeah. And that's it. And then just give space to that. So I think, especially for anybody listening, like, do as we've done and just take space and time don't rush through it like you don't have to have the answers for it right now i don't even think there's a lot of answers to be had um and just breathe for a minute man Mm -hmm. there's literally not much we can do in this space that hasn't already been done just yet (laughs) i'm like i don't i i just i just have um i'm empty Answer. Yeah, I'm hurt. I'm tired of crying. And, um, we're literally asking to live. Yeah, and it's unfortunate that that's all that we have left at this moment. That's all we got. I'm tired. Shouldn't even be a fight. It shouldn't even. It shouldn't even be a thing. And I listened to the 911 call for Breonna Taylor. Yeah. You know why I did that? And that's, I haven't. That's just crazy to me because it was a police raid. They had a long yeah. house, but still. Long house, yeah. They, they arrested her boyfriend. Yeah, because he shot a policeman in the leg after they fired 20 rounds. Went into three houses. Are you kidding? But I'm like, y'all know, y'all know y'all did it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the part that's the part that gets me. Is like yeah. you you know it was you. Yeah. I just I just don't I just don't even understand like the the level I but then I then again like this this is the depravity of man. Mm-hmm. This is the depravity of man to say, 
I can take your life. I can take your life. Yeah. In my own hands. With my hands in my pocket. Yeah. Casual. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. And it's and, it, and and my thing is like this. This is just an outworking. It's like what what does it say that the the truth the fruit oh my goodness I can't even talk the trees the tree will always produce the fruit of the seed that is planted and yeah. this country this country was was founded in violence yeah and murder and lies and theft yeah and all it is doing is producing fruit yeah and we expect to eat off that tree. It's, 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 it's poison. It's, it's producing fruit. Yeah. That's it. It's not. It's not complicated. It's yeah. Not, you sow. You sow apple seeds. You're gonna get apples. Yeah. You sow wickedness and evil. Yeah. You are going to reap wickedness and evil. And it's like yeah. nothing has ever changed. It's like when I think about the national anthem. Yeah. It wasn't rewritten. They just. They just. Yeah. They just erased the section about niggas. They didn't bother rewriting it. They said, oh, we'll just take this part out. Same thing with the Constitution. Yeah. Oh, we'll just delete that part. Like, no, no. Yeah. You you have to tear it down and you start from scratch. Like, demolish the whole system because it's not a real system at all. When you say this analogy with the, the fruit, right? It always makes me think, I'm pretty sure it's Nina Simone and it's, the song is Strange Fruit. And when I was younger, I um, I listened to the, I watched the video that goes with the song. I'm not is exactly it sure. It's, um, is it Holiday? I believe so. Um, pardon me, but the story behind it basically is because black men were lynched off these trees and the trees that produced their fruit tasted strange, but because it was soiled with blood like there was no way to talk about that type of fruit and not just the physical fruit mm -hmm. it was the fruit of the bodies that were lynched you know and I had a hard time digesting that for years I still do especially when I see the video and I listen to the word um that's what that feels like that's what this feels like like yeah we are the strange fruit we've been the strange fruit like that's devastating to me. I just remember, I don't remember when I posted it, but I was saying how like, <laughs> Christians are able to believe that one person ate one fruit and we still deal with the ramifications of that choice. But we could keep an entire people group in slavery for 400 plus years and think that there are no ramifications for, for that behavior. Somebody can be raped, and we, and we are able to be like, man, your whole life is different. You navigate different. You think differently. Oh, you witness uh, somebody get shot and killed. Oh, the way you, your brain is rewired. Everything is different. So how come when it comes to traumatizing an entire, let's, hey, wait, we don't want to talk about slavery? Cool. We ain't got to talk about slavery. Let's talk about witnessing murder, watching it over and over and over and over again. We're, there, there's no ramifications for that. Yeah. Instead, we're told, don't burn anything. Don't break anything. 
after all of the trauma that I've, cause the, the collective community trauma that I've been through. Yeah. And y'all, and y'all ain't doing nothing about it. And all you, and you keep telling me what to do. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like rape culture all it, over again. Like. It's because it's deeper than the bodies, right? Like. It's our everyday life that we're still walking in. When you talk about a rape victim, it's not just the fact that she's been raped. It's also having to face the rapist or those around her or him who look like the rapist, right? We're basically living in a world that it feels like we're constantly looking at something that's taking something from us every single day. It does not stop just because it's one headline. It increases over time, every day, all the time. Like... So then you want to tell me not to finally step up and fight? Like, how long have I been fighting silently? This ain't new. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand. Honestly, too, I don't even know if we will ever fully grasp what's happening. And that's why I say when y'all ask us questions, we don't have the answer right now. I don't know if there'll come a time when I have it. I can give you some scholarly response, some scholar-led response, but today I'm with you, sis. I don't have an answer. I don't know, and I'm still processing, and that's perfectly fine by me. All right, so thank you all for joining us for this episode. We know that it's not the typical kind that'll give you resources and list a bunch of things, but we hope and we pray that at the end of it all, you are taking the time to breathe, to log off, to heal, to ask questions, and to be okay with not knowing what to do next. So until next time, we will catch you on the Poets and Opinions podcast. We'll talk to you all soon. Swinging in the southern breeze.